We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the Roto-Wire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. We're talking Tuesday's Champions League slate at DraftKings. I'm Adam Zedrick, joined by AJ Schultz. Yes, AJ is doing the podcast, so we had some uh, couple changes in our lineup here. We had um, Luis is, you know, he's traveling around the country right now. And then earlier today, Ryan Belongi was set to come on, and I believe his one-year-old busted his router. Uh, it it was a it was a long story. Maybe he'll tell us about it on the next podcast. But AJ, he is the assistant to the soccer editor. I'll say at Roto Wire, <laughs> he he did our we did a uh, showdown podcast for Sunday slate, and he's done articles here and there across the site. So he's experienced in soccer. So this isn't uh, so for the people watching Champions League. Uh, he has done work at Roto Wire. It's not some uh, you know random guy <laughs> pick up off the street. But AJ, welcome into the show here. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, uh, thanks for having me on again. Obviously, the the showdown on Sunday. Uh, my my takes weren't so bad that you decided to ban me from ever coming back on. So that's that's a step in the right direction. I mean, I almost banned myself after uh, going the Casper <laughs> Schmeichel captain. That that one didn't work. But <laughs> so for Champions League, this is this is not. I don't want not as fun of a slate, I guess, compared to last week. We have two. Implied goal total sitting around 2.5. Just look at the odds. Chelsea are a pretty big favorite here. They have a 50% chance for a clean sheet and implied goal total 1.89. The other teams uh, for Lille, they're 0.73. But as for the other match, which is supposed to have even fewer goals, Villarreal are home against Juventus and Villarreal are 1.31 and 1.15 for Juventus. So not a lot of goals which means forward is going to be very difficult to discuss here. And that's going to be kind of the where we're going to start. And, I mean, the first thing that stands out here, Dabala got hurt in Juventus' match, match over the weekend, so he's out. And if you're just looking at prices, like we have a lot of injured players here, but, like, Timo Werner is at 10000 which is – kind of ridiculous uh <laughs> like if you're looking at uh, on youtube i have the cheat sheet pulled up you can get that rotowire.com slash soccer trial free 10-day trial no credit card required but the cheat sheet has everything but for the odds we have verners at plus 150 compared to lukaku at minus 105 to score and like these this pricing is just based off of like if you look at verners game log like he had two goals and one assist uh, against Zenit in group stages, and so his price is boosted up, which kind of almost makes him unplayable uh, in, in cash games uh, for this slate. But we also have Lukaku, 9,100, and, like, all the Chelsea guys, Havertz, 8,100, Pulisic, 7,600. So, in theory, you know, the strategy is to go with, you know, the biggest favorite, the guys who have the best implied goal total, the best scoring odds. But – do we like the Chelsea guys in cash games here? What, what, what's the play? Oh man. I mean, I, I think, I think you do have to try and get a share there. I mean, you mentioned, you know, the implied goal totals for the entire matches are pretty, pretty much the same, but I mean, Chelsea's almost sitting at a two here. 
uh, as you said, 1.89. So I do think you have to get a share of somebody here. Um, I like Lukaku uh, at 91. I mean, again, you said, you know, minus 105. And I don't think that price tag is outrageous. Um, but if you want to save a little bit, I think Kai Havertz is certainly an option. Uh, he's the next, you know, the next biggest favorite to score. But I, I do think you have to get a share of, of somebody here in the in the forward ranks. You know, I I don't know if if they went with Werner um, instead of one of these other guys, I think I would just flip to the other one. Right. So, um, you know, if if we're if it's Werner and Lukaku, I think I use Lukaku, whichever one's cheaper. If it's if it's Werner and, you know, uh, Havertz, I, I think I use Havertz. I just, as you said, that Timo price is just so outrageously high that I I don't see how you get him in. But I also don't see how you leave yourself without any Chelsea forwards. Yeah, the I mean, it's pretty clear, like if Timo Werner starts, he's going to be like the pure GPP option because like no one no one wants him. That's kind of what it comes down to. No one wants to pay that much for what he's been doing uh, for Chelsea. I don't think Pulisic's gonna gonna start again. He, yeah, he, he was probably like five fifty six hundred or something for their game against Crystal Palace over the weekend, and I think he did nothing. So, you know, like you haven't started in that match. I don't think he's gonna start. So I think it's gonna be maybe between Havertz and, and Werner for that spot. But uh, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Technically, from, you know, just a goal perspective, but I think, you know, a viable, like there is a way to get both uh, Lukaku and Akeem Ziyech in your lineup. It's It kind of makes other positions difficult, but uh, we kind of have to, you know, we're just talking about forwards, but we kind of, when we're talking cash, like you, we have to mention that Akeem Ziyech is the best player on the slate, and then Juan Cuadrado for Juventus at 6,200 at Defender is also probably the best play on the slate. So like in cash games, no matter what, like you're going to have ZH and you're going to have Quadrado. Like those guys are pretty much locks for cash games. And like, there's really no way around it. Like those are the set piece takers for those teams. And like, we've already seen ZH. He's all of his upside. Like he's obviously, he's the better play than like if Werner's starting, like you'd rather have ZH for 400 more than Timo Werner with no set pieces. Like it's, it's it, it's pretty you know cut and dry situation there, but like there is there is a method to getting both Lukaku, Ziyech, and Quadrado on your team, and even Mendy. Like I put together a lineup with those guys. Uh, you know there are some punts. Uh, there's no doubt about it. But so if we don't look at these Chelsea guys, uh, if you want to spend up maybe on a couple midfielders, the situation you're looking at is. Uh, Don Juma here for Villarreal is he's expensive. He's 8,600 home against Juventus. Like you look at his game log in champions league. It's awesome, but like probably no set pieces. I think he took some over the weekend for Villarreal, but I think those are his first two all season. Like, I don't know if you want to pay 8,600 for like two set pieces against Juventus. Like that's an extreme situation there. I guess Vlahovic there. Uh, for Juventus, the new, new signing is 8,800. Again, extreme pricing. Uh, you know, when you just consider their their goal scoring odds here, uh, plus 210 for Vlahovic and Don Juma is plus 270. So, like, you compare that to Havertz at 8,100. Like, why wouldn't you just play Havertz uh, then spending up on Don Juma and Vlahovic there? So, if you don't want those guys, we're just looking, we're going down to the uh, bottom here Murata 7300 and do you have like a favorite of some of these cheaper guys uh just looking at uh scrolling through here do you have a favorite from either of these sides yeah I mean I, I think I, I think you're right I think if you're gonna you know use one of these other maybe kind of cheaper guys it, it maybe you're better off kind of paying up anyway so um I I think the play for me and again more you know GPP than cash but you know, maybe you look at some of these little forwards. Like if, you, if you're really not interested in using the Chelsea guys, maybe you instead kind of focus on that GPP approach and, um, you know, go with a, a, a Yilmaz for, for 59, Jonathan David for 65, like go a little bit further down um, and, and save some serious money there. 
because then you can get those set piece takers in um, to your lineup. You know, so I it's possible. I mean, for me, again, you know, we are, as you said, we're talking forwards, but you kind of have to look at everything together. And if you're not going to pay up for Mendy and you're going to use one of the other goalkeepers because you don't want to pay that much, what's the harm in picking up one of the, the little forwards given their price tag and hoping they get one? Like it doesn't affect really, you know, obviously substitutions and stuff, but for the most part, it doesn't really affect Lukaku or Zayic's like value. If you're going to use one of these little forwards, you know, if little scores, that doesn't hurt those two guys. So that's actually kind of what, where I'm leaning, um, you know, to use maybe I, I like Jonathan David um, for the most part there, a little bit, a little bit cheaper um, and, and plays, you know, that, that forward role for them. So uh, I, I do kind of like that strategy of going with one of those guys at forward rather than, as you said, there's not a lot of goals we're really expecting out of, you know, Villarreal and Juventus. So, um, you know, go the other side of it, be contrarian, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. If you'd go that route, like that, just like you said, it kind of throws off Mendy. Like that means you're not targeting Mendy. Like you don't want the, little forwards because like you're playing for the goal at that point like those guys aren't going to have much of a floor but the problem with this slate is that uh, Giovanni Giovanni Lo Celso has been playing forward for Villarreal and he's only listed as a midfielder so there's a chance that there's only one Villarreal forward that we can pick and that we can pick and it's Danjuma who's 8600 so that's that's another problem (laughs) and then you have Vlahovic like there's not even going to be value forwards really like there the chances that guys like Dia, Pino, uh, Moy Gomez, Timothy Wee uh, for Lil at 4,600, like there's a chance those guys start. And in that situation, like that would probably be like, there's a, like for anyone familiar with our podcast, like uh, coined by Jordan Cooper, we got the dinky do. So you spend up on one forward and then you just go all the way down to the bottom. Cause that's kind of, that's kind of what you have to do on this slate. And unfortunately uh, we don't know. <laughs> we There's not going to be much to spend down on. Like Yilmaz might be the cheapest forward available and he's 5,900. So it's going to be pretty, pretty disappointing if that is the situation. Um, Cause yeah, I mean like, do you want to play Yilmaz and Jonathan David like they're the cheapest forwards, uh, but like, are you going to still want to play Mendy in that lineup? Maybe, I guess just because of the situation, like that's all you can do. So I guess you can still play Mendy and then, I don't know, hope for a couple of shots on goal from those guys. It's kind of a, it's kind of a bad slate. We kind of need La Celso at, at a forward slash midfield, but unfortunately that is not an option. Um, Cause yeah, like I'd go with Villarreal at home. Otherwise it's, and like Dybala's out too for Juventus. So that's, that doesn't help the situation either. But like, if you look at recent matches for like Jonathan David, like even playing in, in Ligue 1 uh, for, for Lil, like he's, he hasn't scored in his last six matches. Like uh, recently against PSG, he didn't even get a shot. He finished with negative points. Like it, Burak is uh, pretty similar. Uh, he's, you know, he's getting shots and whatnot, but I don't know. I don't usually like want to play like a kind of a goal dependent forward uh, with a goalkeeper, but we may have to, uh, you know, suck it up and and do it just because there are no other options to use here. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, It's thin. I mean, you, you mentioned obviously, um, you know, with, with Juventus, you or with uh, Villarreal with, you know, the limited forward selection. And then on the flip side, Juventus could be putting Quadrado and as, as one of their forwards too. So that's another spot, you know, that there's, there's less forward options um, available on the board. So yeah, it's, it's going to be tight. Might have to do some things that we might not normally, but I mean, for me, uh, I'm just not going to use Mendy like that is just so much more expensive and, and we'll get to that. But um, so that's why I feel comfortable using one of these little forwards and, and trying to grab, grab a guy, a goal, essentially, you know, get, get something. But again, I'm going to use that more GPP than cash just because, 
as you said, they're, they're really goal dependent and that's obviously not ideal for, for cash contests there. Yeah. I mean, like just for GPVs, like Murata is pretty much sitting there. Uh, I mean, he, he even might be uh, popular in cash games just cause somebody 300, like he's at least cheaper and you're not going against Mendy right there. Uh, again, with Vlahovic, like 8,800 is, is expensive. He's probably, it's getting like the same situation as Timo Werner. Like these guys are, they're overpriced. So like, if you want to be different than everyone else, like those are the guys to go after. But uh, so midfield there, Akeem Ziyech, 10.4 K. Like, I don't even know if we need to talk about it. Like he's, he's the, <laughs> he's the cash guy. Uh, like you can fade him in GPPs, but like he'll be on, even if he splits set pieces with Marcos Alonso, like, I don't, I don't think that matters a ton. Like let me pull up this game log here. But like he's he's scoring three straight matches, like he crosses a ton. Chelsea are the biggest favorite. Like he gets shots, he gets crosses, he gets set pieces. And like on a slate like this, uh, if these matches are as low scoring as the odds suggest, like you're getting ten to fifteen floor points from him. Like even if he doesn't make the score sheet, like that's still going to be more than I don't know. Like if these matches, if there's like two total goals in these two matches, like those floor points are going to go a long way. And it's, you know, it's, it, I'll, I'll be surprised to see uh, if like in cash games is his percentage is below, I don't know, 60, 70%. Like he should be really highly owned here just because of the lack of options. But otherwise in midfield there, um, it, it, you pretty much go down, <laughs> go down from there. It's, it's him. And then, is iffy options like Danny Parejo for Villarreal is 7,100. He's okay, but he's a guy with no upside. Basically you're kind of relying on five set pieces from him. A few corners is, is basically it. Like he's probably maxed out at, at 10 or so points. Do you want to pay 7,100 for that? Or maybe spend up at both defenders kind of a thing. Obviously it depends if you uh, go with someone like Lukaku at forward, but it's kind of it's kind of the same situation, same situation. But I think that there's more there's more variety in the value range in midfield. Like Jorginho could be popular at sixty six hundred. He's expensive. That's too much to pay for him. But he's on he's on uh, penalties, so that'll be uh, something to consider. And then, as I said earlier, Lo Celso has been playing forward for Villarreal, and like you're basically getting a forward at fifty six hundred. Uh, listed as a midfielder so he's uh, he's probably I'm not sure how popular it's going to be like he doesn't I don't think he's taken any set pieces for VRL but just because he's forward I, I think he'll uh yeah he hasn't taken any set pieces for him but like he has four shots four chances created in, in his two starts uh for VRL he still hasn't made the score sheet for him but like they're home to Juventus uh, do you, does anything stand out to you here in midfield? It's kind of a uh, the slate all around is kind of it's kind of ugly, but <laughs> does anything stand out here? Yeah, I mean, I think number one for me. Uh, I, I mean, I totally agree with you on on Zayich. Like, you you got to do it. Absolutely has to be in the lineup for you. Um, you know, I don't. Uh, I, I you know you kind of alluded to it as well, Losillo, like. I've, I like having him in there because I like when you can grab basically an extra forward. Um, you know, again, maybe a little bit more GPP strategy there. Um, you know, N'Golo Conte is another name that I think will come up. He's, you know, pretty cheap. Um, again, you know, more of a defensive midfielder. Um, but he, again, the favorited, you know, the favorite team going in, I, I think you could consider utilizing him. He won't break the bank for you. Um, but yeah, you know, if you want, if you want to go crazy, if we want to keep, I'll, I'll keep bringing up the Leo guys who have some, some value if you want to fade Chelsea, you know, at your own risk here. But, um, you look, you know, Jonathan Bamba last three matches has been over 10 drafting points in each one of them. Uh, he's getting shots on goal, plenty of crosses. I mean, his most recent game, he had 10, uh, he's taking corners for them as well lately. So uh, an option again, if you want to fade, he's, he's been really solid lately. Um, can he do that? 
when they're playing Chelsea? I don't know, obviously. Um, but, you know, his numbers against PSG, that's one of the last three games that they played. Uh, they, you know, they lost that one five to one, but he still had 12, 12 points, you know, two shots, one on target, four crosses, three accurate, three corners. So playing good teams uh, and able to still generate some points, that's a pretty decent, you know, floor aspect to be at. Not a guy that has, you know, has goals this season. Um, there, there aren't any there, but still putting a few shots on and getting those couple of points. So uh, I actually kind of like him as well. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to use him just because I'm not sure I want to go full Chelsea fade here. Um, but he, he's definitely an option, I think, out there. Yeah, I mean, Chelsea are the biggest favorite on the slate, but I, they aren't like uh, a Manchester City, I want to say. Uh, I think that's kind of the difference. Like it, with Manchester City, like the other teams basically don't really get a ton of opportunities. They don't get the ball a ton. And yet Chelsea, you know, they control possession. But like even if you look at their last match, uh, there are still points to be had. Like Crystal Palace had – had some, uh, it wasn't a very offensive match, I'll say, but they, you know, they sold 20 crosses. Uh, Michael Elisa had nine crosses. Like he had a pretty solid floor as Crystal Palace, a set piece taker. And like at 4,500, Bamba is probably the, uh, the cash way to go. Like you're getting set pieces for sub 5K and like that allows you to fit other guys in. Uh, the thing I want to, point out here or at least something to worry about in terms of Bamba so let me see here yeah Renato Sanchez played uh nine minutes in their past match he came off the bench he, he missed their prior two against PSG the one he pointed out uh before that he was he was taking set pieces so if Renato Sanchez starts Bamba may not have any set pieces or those guys will be split in set pieces, which obviously would take away value for both of them. <laughs> so Sanchez is 4,300. Um, it'll be like, if they both start, I wouldn't be as confident in playing those guys, but again, they're, they're sub five K. So like, they're still, they're still in the discussion. It's just not, they're not, uh, you know, hands down, uh, solid options as it would be if like Bamba was the only one in and like he was the main guy in set pieces. But like other than that, like Cheka is no longer on set pieces for Lil. He's 4,100. Like I don't see much of a use for him. Uh, like the other way is to go, like you said, Conte is 3,700. Like if you could, you could spend on, you know, Jorginho 6,600, hope for the PK. But if he doesn't get that PK, like he's going to have the same numbers as Conte. Like you're basically paying for a PK goal from Jorginho. So like when you just compare the 5K, 6K range guys, maybe outside of Lo Celso, just because he's playing forward, like a lot of these guys, you know, their floors are not much. They're maybe let's say they're five to seven points. Like we just talked about this for Saturday slate. Like you're getting five to seven points paying for five to six K for these midfielders. But like, what's wrong with, you know, four points from Conte, what's wrong with four points from, you know, Locatelli who's, who's down here at 3,100. Like it's not a huge difference and sure it's a two game slate and maybe, you know, this two points would cost you the cash line. But if, if you can like those extra 2K, 3K allows you to get like, a better Chelsea striker or a better defender or Mendy and net, like it just makes more sense to, to go down there with Locatelli and, and Conte. Yeah. I mean, for sure. I, I definitely think there's, there's plenty of options kind of, I, I like the midfield options more than, than what we have available at forward. Um, you know, I, I, I definitely think Locatelli is a, a player that, that I'll certainly be looking at, to, to save up, you know, save up that money as an option. But uh, yeah, I think I, I think I'd rather get maybe a little bit of a, a share of, of Chelsea with, with a Conte instead um, just to get, you know, some extra there. And I, I, I think you, uh, I think you're right. I mean, Jorginho, do you really want to pay up just for that PK? Uh, I certainly won't, but of course, you know, us both saying that means inevitably 
Chelsea will get a PK and Jorginho <laughs> will convert now. So maybe, maybe just maybe the strategy is just to fade what we say, not uh, <laughs> not even. Yeah, I mean, Jorginho off. will be like a popular GPP guy. Like people play for those PKs. That's just, just kind of how it goes. And cash games, that's not really the move to do. Uh, like especially if you're paying for a Chelsea forward. But we got a question here. Uh, I think we may have missaid something about having to fade Chelsea to play Bamba. Uh, that is, I don't know either one of us said it, but I don't remember anyone saying it, but that is not true. You do not have to fade Chelsea to play Bamba. Uh, there's no correlation there. Bamba is, you know, he's on, it's like a set piece play. Um, so, so yeah, like that doesn't matter to, to Mendy really like you're paying for the set pieces. You're not paying for Bamba, but Bamba to score at 4,500, but we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Defender here. We mentioned Quadrado earlier. Quadrado, 6,200. He's kind of a must. And like he's going to, he's, there's, there's a chance that, you know, he plays at right back. But even if he does, he could still have majority of set pieces for Juventus. So no matter where he's at on the pitch, like it doesn't matter if he's playing at his usual right back position. It doesn't matter if he's playing forward, which, you know, would help. But like he's still going to, he's still uh, a defender with majority set pieces. Uh, Dybala's out. So, you know, that pretty much gives him all that. Not to mention he still has, uh, crossing upside, but you know, as for Villarreal, like they've kind of turned things around in league play, but like anytime they've played better competition, like they've allowed goals. So I think like Juventus will get opportunities in this match. Like Villarreal recently allowed a couple goals at Atletico Madrid. Uh, they allowed two goals, I think both matches against Atalanta in group stages. So like, even though, I feel like in the back of our minds or just in general, like Villarreal is a super defensive team. Like they won Europa League, what, a couple of years ago, just by keeping clean sheets and stuff like that. But I'm not exactly sure they've been playing as well defensively. So I wouldn't be that – I would like if there's – like you can go Juventus, I want to say. Like it's – we, you know, we touched on Murata and Vlahovic, but like I don't think it's, you know, a set thing that – VRL are going to keep Juventus scoreless. I just want to point that out. But back to defender here, Cuadrado, sixty-two hundred. Are you? Are do you have enough room uh, for Marcus Alonso here? He probably will start. He didn't start over the weekend. He's seven thousand. May have a set roll, uh, split roll, and set pieces. Do you think he's worth the seven thousand here, just because Chelsea are favored? I don't. I mean, I, I I think there's other spots that I want to get that get that in. Um, and so for me, I mean, 800, 800 bucks is a pretty big difference um, between the two. I, I guess I, I would preface that by saying I would try and get one or the other, um, whether you go with Alonzo or Quadrado. Um, I personally wouldn't, wouldn't try and squeeze them both in and t- take the savings with Quadrado, but um, I, I think one of them makes sense. Uh, either way to, you know, kind of do that, that high, low, I forget the term you use, but, you know, maybe spend up higher for one of the defenders and then, and then go maybe not all the way to the bottom, but go low on the, on the other one. Yeah. I think when you get into Alonzo and Cuadrado, like to play both of those guys, you're not going to be able to spend up on like Lukaku. Like if you have, like if you have Lukaku, Ziyech, 
uh, Cuadrado and Alonso, like your lineup is looking pretty difficult. I guess you can pay all the way down 2,500 for someone. And then like, you're not, that puts you out of uh, Mendy pretty much. So it depends if you like, you want an eight point floor for Alonzo, maybe around that 10 points, or like you want to go, uh, you know, more of the clean sheet route, clean sheet win route with Mendy, get a couple saves, you know, get that 14, 16 points from him. And yeah, I, I mean, I probably prefer Mendy in that situation. Like you're paying 1200 less, 50% clean sheet odds is pretty good. And we don't know if like what, Men, if Mendy's going to, or sorry, if Alonzo is going to go a full 90, like he hasn't, um, I don't know what his actual numbers were for the club world cup, but that that's where Chelsea was for a couple weeks. But yeah, he, I mean, he came off the bench against crystal palace. Like we've seen him, you know, a lot be subbed, subbed off early. So that's, that's another worry with Alonzo and you're paying 7,000 for it. It's moving you off of Lukaku, which on one hand, Maybe you want to be moved off Lukaku, given you know his struggles of late, and that he doesn't even like playing at Chelsea. So I guess I keep bringing up Lukaku, but it's not like Lukaku is you know a hands down must play. He has the best odds of score, but he isn't really scoring. So uh, I will say that as well. Um, so if we're not looking, if you can't afford both Cuadrado and Alonso, what else are we looking at here? Uh, it's kind of. So we got Alexandro at 5,700. I don't know if I'd want to pay that. You got the Chelsea center backs who are extremely expensive. Tiago Silva's 5,000. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I've ever seen a $5,000 center back outside of uh, like <laughs> random ones for maybe Benfica who take PKs or, or set pieces or something like that. But like we could go down to Skiglio could start and he may be uh you know the best best option right there 4800 alberto moreno uh when he's been playing he's kind of been playing as a midfielder so that'd be something to look out for he's 4700 uh pedrasa's 4900 does does anyone here really really stand out like you have good munson's like Selic. let's read the fullbacks here uh those guys are cheaper but again it's it, it's at chelsea so how much are they gonna get forward but uh does anyone else stand out here yeah, I kind of like Disco uh, uh, there, forty eight hundred. You know his his recent numbers aren't uh, they're not fantastic. Um, you know in terms of of DK points, but it's a it's a decent you know six to eight point floor in his last three starts. There, um, he does generate some crosses. Uh, so there there's there's you know a little bit of corner work. He's definitely not their like primary option. Um, but I, I definitely think he's in the mix, uh, for, you know, in that price range. And then, yeah, I mean, the other option too, is then you, you go all the way down and, you know, maybe you go, uh, you know, some combination one or the other of, of Andreas Christensen or Antonio Rudiger, you know, if you're really in on that, that clean sheet, uh, you know, you're not going to get much more out of those guys, um, and you're still having to pay 44, 43 respectively. So at that point, are you better off going with Moreno at 47 or, or Pedraza at 49 if you're already going to be paying in that mid four range for the Chelsea defenders? Um, you know, it, I, I think, um, again, I, you know, I think you're, you're better off paying a little bit higher for some of those guys or just going all the way down and, and grabbing like, you know, somebody at the very, you know, very bottom of the price range, uh, you know, Pau Torres or something for, for 3000, if, if you're really going to kind of just punt on, on defender, which could work, especially if you're going to try and hit some of those other high, high mark spots um, and, and go further down for those guys rather than those Chelsea center backs. Cause at that, like I said, at that point, you're in a price range that you might as well go with, some of the guys who have a little bit more value from, from Villa, you know, Villarreal or, or Juventus. Yeah. The Chelsea center backs. I mean, that's more of a GPP route. Like it, it is, a, it is a two game slate. So it makes more sense to play center backs on a slate like this, but just because they're so expensive, like, so the comparison is like, we have these 5,000 guys, 4,400, 4,300, 
for some reason, Rudiger's the 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 cheaper one here. Uh, even though he, I don't know, he, it seems like he's often more active off the of set pieces. So I guess maybe like if you want to go that that Chelsea defensive defensive route, get a clean sheet, and maybe hope for a couple shots from Rudiger too. Like forty three hundred is maybe viable in cash games. Um, I mean, like the other the comparisons with him, like in midfield. Like Bamba, forty five hundred. I guess uh, it's. Uh, I don't know. I guess forty three hundred is fine, is what I'll say. But I will say, uh, Zeki Selic at twenty nine hundred isn't the worst idea. Uh, like he's like this is a fullback at twenty nine hundred. Sure, he's at Chelsea, but I just I just looked at. Uh, so the Lil fullbacks pretty much get as forward as the Crystal Palace fullbacks do, and I'm just looking at. So uh, Chelsea played Crystal Palace over the weekend. Nathaniel Klein had a floor of 6.4 points and Tyreek Mitchell had a floor of 8.5 points. So like if you can get five points from Zeki Selleck at 2,900, like I think that's, that's fine right there. Like 2,900 uh, for Zeki Selleck when, you know, uh, I don't know, just comparing to uh, what the other side, Gabriel Goodmanson is at, 4,000 like there's the price difference doesn't doesn't seem right so Zeki Selleck probably like if you want to spend down he's probably the guy to go he'll probably be fairly popular in cash games just because of that just because he's a fullback and whatnot but uh yeah I mean even the Juventus center backs are you know above 3,000 so it's kind of why Zeki Selleck will get some looks but so goalkeeper you said you're not looking at Edouard Mendy. So what is, what's your strategy at goalkeeper then? Yeah, I mean, for me, I think it, it you know, their, their price is such that it's it's pretty much even. But I, I think you're about a goal toss, uh, you know, coin toss as to how this game goes between uh, Villarreal and Juventus. Um, I might go a little bit more on the, the Juventus side, but I think, you, the, you know, their prices are such that there's not a huge difference. Um, I just, you know, you look at, at Mendy 5,800 and, uh, you know, Juventus's keeper is like a, a, a solid thousand dollars cheaper. Um, and that's, that's a lot of lineup flexibility. Um, you know, we, when we talked on for Sunday's showdown slate, like I'm, I'm big on giving yourself the room and the ability to move stuff around, especially, um, you know, when we're building this far out, when we don't have, you know, starting lineups. Uh, yet so by not going with Mendy maybe that thousand dollars maybe I could pivot and go you know, maybe I do go Werner or something if if he goes in over Lukaku you've got that little bit of flexibility there so um, personally I I, I want to pay down I I try not to use the most expensive goaltender on the slate just because of that now having said that 50 percent shot based on our odds there for a clean sheet is pretty high pretty significant uh so maybe maybe you do consider it but i I just don't like paying a thousand dollars more than the next goalkeeper yeah i mean if you spend down like that would allow you to it would probably at least help you to spend up at a couple forwards um or even like if i don't know if you want danny parejo i mean not my favorite play but like I, he would also allow you to go Alonzo and Quadrado, both those guys. Um, I, you know, fifty eight hundred is actually. I don't. I don't know why he's fifty eight hundred. I guess because the other guys are uh, forty seven, forty six, forty eight hundred. Um, so like, like if you just want to look at previous slates, uh, Bayern Munich had a thirty five percent chance for a clean sheet. Uh, Sven Ulrich was fifty eight hundred. Uh, Ederson, 5,900. He had a 47% chance for a clean sheet. So, like, uh, Mendy's, you know, right in there. He has better odds than those guys for a clean sheet. Uh, and, I mean, that's – you're playing for the winning clean sheet, obviously, and maybe hopefully get a couple saves from that. But, like, it, it kind of depends on if, if you want to spend up on two defenders, if you want to spend up on – uh one forward like i guess you can still you could still fit in like a havertz Murata maybe with 
with Mendy, but like once you start getting the Lukaku range, Vlahovic, even Danjuma, like it'll be it's kind of tough to fit uh, uh, two expensive defenders and Mendy in. But uh, I, you know, like you play for fifty percent clean sheet, like at fifty eight hundred. I don't know. It, it seems like I kind of like that strategy just because like that, you know, what you're, what you're going after right there, you're getting, you're getting a goal worth of points right there. And if these games are going to be low scoring as expected, like instead of guessing who's going to get the goal from, from Chelsea, from one of the two or three forwards, um, you know, not including Ziyech, why don't you just go for the the winning clean sheet there at 5,800 cheaper than the cheaper than Pulisic, cheaper than Havertz, cheaper than Werner, you know, cheaper than all those guys. Like, why don't you just go for that? It's not like those those Chelsea guys have a huge floor anyway. So it kind of just makes sense to, at least in cash games, just to go with uh, Mendy at fifty eight hundred. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> sorry, I don't have I don't have more to add to that. I mean, that's a that's a good breakdown of of where to why to use Mendy and, um, but yeah, I'm just. Uh, yeah, fifty percent clean sheet is really high. So, <laughs> yeah, he should be like. I feel like this. If this was a six game slate, like he'd be six thousand probably. Uh, I mean, obviously it's only two hundred dollars difference, but like that just shows like his, his pricing is influenced by the other match really. Because I assume like DraftKings are going to do six thousand for Mendy and then forty eight hundred for you know the next guy, and that's just kind of how this this is built, but. Yeah, I mean, this is not the not the easiest slate to talk about just because of, you know, the low implied goal totals, the lack of possible forwards to even use on this slate. Like, there's a chance we only get, I don't know, six forwards that are starting just because, like, Los Celso is a, listed as a midfielder, like, and, and Ibala's out. Like, there's a chance there's really only six guys. Like, if we just count them off, there's going to be – so we got Ziyech starting in one spot. So we got two for Chelsea. Uh, we got possibly one for Lille. We got uh, Murata, Vlahovic, five, and then Danjuma. So that's six possible options at forward, which is just not enough. Like, yeah. before putting out the slate, DraftKings should have moved Lo Celso to forward eligible. They should have done, done something else that, you know, would have allowed for more than six options at forward, but you know, that's, that's just how DraftKings does it. So that's what we're stuck with. And that's what we're uh, trying to struggle through talking about, but uh, I don't know. Do we have any other thoughts here? No, I mean, is there, I guess I'll, I'll turn it to you. And I know if I was watching, I'd maybe have this question. Is there any uh, other than just complete contrarian? Like, do you use, Ardem at all like for Leo like do you, do you use him in goal uh, at all is there a play there 3700 I mean on a two game slate I probably won't do it or I probably wouldn't do it I don't I mean if it was saw... a showdown you'd captain him I, I know <laughs> that we know that for sure well so we had the situation last week uh the difference was that it was by it involved Bayern Munich, who, like you know, are getting shots on target. You know they're going to get a ton of opportunities, but like Chelsea aren't that team that are just going to load up on on shots on target kind of a thing. Like that's that's not really how they play. They're not they're not up and down like that. Uh, what do they have? They had they took nine total shots against Crystal Palace uh, last match, and I and I said in the podcast last week, Bayern Munich had nineteen shots on goal. In a recent league match, like I don't think it's the same comparison. Um, just in terms of like, even if you're just looking at Lil results, like the last time they played a you know elite team, they lost five one to PSG. Like we don't think like you're kind of maybe a clean sheet's possible for Lil, but I I don't I don't know. That's not really a cash move. Yeah, you can go there in GPPs, but like I don't know. like. I guess Chelsea could be held scoreless because they're, they're Chelsea and, that, and that's how they play. Like they play more defensive and they're almost held scoreless against Crystal Palace last match. So I don't want to say it's impossible, but 
even then, like, even if they score one, even if they score two, like there's a chance Hardham only has, you know, one or two saves. So like, I don't know, 3,700, like what else are you spending your money on? You're spending your money on Alonzo. You're spending your money on uh, a forward who doesn't have a floor and that kind of thing. I mean, I wouldn't look at Hardham in cash games. It's, it's just pure GPP, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I landed too. Like if, at first I, I kind of thought, well, again, you know, roster flexibility, maybe maybe that's an option. But to your point, like what are you, what are you saving that money for? And it's probably to pay up for Chelsea forwards or, or midfielders. And like, so <laughs> that doesn't really make sense, right? You know, yeah. so, um, but yeah, I just wanted to, to get your thoughts on it as well. But that, that was kind of my takeaway too, is like, what are you using that, that extra cash for that extra salary for? And I'm just not sure, as you said, with the limited forward options, I'm not sure there's really anything worth saving that much uh, to pay up for elsewhere in your lineup. Yeah. You'd be going at like Dan Juma or Vlahovic really. Uh I guess I just want to say for GPPs here. Do you have does it, uh, does any strategy uh, favor you guys or anything? Um, I mean, I my initial reaction was just to try and load up on Chelsea, right? Like they're just so favorited in this game. But you know, as we've kind of gone through it and and looking at other options, um, I I think I'm gonna go a little bit more even even split around around the roster here. Um. Definitely going to go with, as I said, you know, Lukaku and Zayich, like just even with, you know, the, the, the goal kind of hinge there with, with Lukaku and the fact that he hasn't been great lately. Um, I, I think he's still worth it to, to try and get him in there. Cause I, I think the drafted percentage will probably be a little bit lower um, than it might normally just cause he has been, been struggling a little bit lately, but um, yeah, I, I think fading Mendy is probably a decent GPP play because I would expect for most lineups, he's going to be kind of in there. People are going to target that. So if, if Lil does manage to squeak one in there, um, you know, it's going to look solid to, to maybe fade him in that spot. Definitely not, probably not cash game, right? He's probably more solid there for, for cash, but GPP, maybe you could make an argument to, to fade him. Yeah, I'm just looking at uh, recent little results here. Well, not even recent. So this season, prior to their 1-0 win at Montpellier, uh, February 12th, so a little more than a couple matches ago, prior to that win, they did not have a clean sheet away from home this season. So, like, my my GPP look is probably to, you know, fade the big Chelsea guys. Um that's probably my my favorite GPP play, but just looking at those numbers, like Lil seemed to allow a goal in every at least one goal, maybe two every away match. That is kind of worrying. So that does you know kind of point to the Havertz, the Lukaku's out there, but you know there's still I still I think my GPP look is probably just uh, go Juventus here. Like I'm still not sold on Villarreal. Just overall, I mentioned their defensive issues against better teams. Uh, Dybala out, it definitely doesn't help, but like, like you can go with like a Murata Vlahovic combo there up front. Like you can put those guys together. Um, then you get Quadrado in there. Um, maybe all the, the squeak in, uh, Ziyech with that. Cause you'll, you'll probably have Chesney in that lineup. If you go like a, you go with the Juventus two no win or something, like you get a couple goals, you get the you basically have all three Juventus forwards up there. Um, that's probably my favorite move uh, just because Juventus are underdogs. And I think, I guess they're slight underdogs. So it's not that big of a thing. Um, otherwise, like, I don't think the Lil, the Lil stack is, uh, is worth it at Chelsea. Like at max, you're getting one goal from them. So like, what do you, what are you even paying for right there? Um, but yeah, kind of like Juventus move, uh, on the other end of that, like Dan Juma and Los Celso, that's an option too. Cause again, Juventus have have to switch up their lineup a bit with, with the ball out, but um, I'm just not as big on their attack, I guess. But 
I think that's it here. We got anything else? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just looking at some Villarreal results. Like they have a bunch of clean sheets here, but and they just held Real Madrid scoreless. So I, actually, let me pull up this Real Madrid matchup here, uh, just real quick. So in that match, they had Villarreal had two shots on goal. Real Madrid had six shots on goal. Uh, they each had three corners. Real Madrid had 15 chances created to five chances created for Real. Like, I think the matchups are kind of similar. Real Madrid are probably a little better than Juventus, but like, I think this match could go similar. Like, if you have the six shots on goal, there's two shots on goal. Like, I think I like the Juventus route right there, though. That's kind of what it's kind of what I'm leaning at. But all right, AJ, you got anything else? No, man, that's that is that is a wrap for this one, man. I, I uh, am looking forward to. Looking forward to tomorrow's two matches, uh, only because, like you said, you know, with this we we got some some skin in the game now. It's not the most attractive slate um, overall, but you know, get some skin in the game, and and there you go, skin in the game. There you go. All right, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe on YouTube or podcasts. Again, rotowire.com slash soccer trial. You get the free 10-day trial. I've had the cheat sheet up. You get that. You get you get our DFS articles, too. So, again, Ryan uh, was not on the show, but we have his uh, DFS picks up uh, right there. But they are on lock. So, the Champions League articles are on lock. So, you got to, you know, get that. Get subscribed. Get the 10-free-day trial. Uh, otherwise... Thanks, AJ. You can find him at AJ Scholes24 on Twitter. I am at RotoZadroic. We will be back at some point. We got to figure out our schedule for Wednesday. There's Champions League and Premier League at the same time. So we got to figure some stuff out uh, internally. But we'll we'll see everyone for the next podcast. Again, thanks, AJ, and thank you for listening. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.